0: Oh, welcome everybody, welcome to FB4A podcast. Uh, this is our first episode on how COVID-19 affected the education and college students and uh, uh, COVID-19 started about last year around uh, December in China and uh, at the ma- month of March we didn't thought COVID would affect India this much and after seven months we are almost in the house quarantine for seven months and we couldn't go out and We missed about uh, one semester college life and everything. Uh, So we have a good panel of uh, friends with us to discuss about how COVID-19 affected the education system. Uh, And uh, let's start with our first question to them. So the first question would be uh, uh, how beneficial is online classes and uh, how uh, online class affects students and what is uh, the better way to add to it to make it even better. So let us hear from. Subhiksha and. Uh,
1: I personally think that it is a very different different change from what we're normally used to. This is something that nobody even saw coming, uh, but given the circumstances, uh, this might be something to say on a very, uh, surface level, uh, not not to sound very shallow, but if a person in for a normal middle class family who can afford a tab or a laptop. These online classes are somewhat beneficial to students in a way that they're able to um, attend these classes at the comfort of their own house. So I feel like certain students actually find this more beneficial than their normal day to day college life. I'm sure others would disagree, but I would love to hear what you guys have to say. Yeah,
2: affordability
3: is one thing, but uh... The location of where they where they live is also another another factor because uh, in a very diverse population as in India, people from rural areas, in for example, myself here, we face a lot of uh, network problems and it is difficult to cope up with the online classes and uh, uh, make hundred percent use so. of.
2: Okay, so apart from who can afford and not afford, I think uh Online classes are not that great because in a in a status what is that what is that what is a normal class I'm so sorry what is wrong class what do you say that I'm asking you guys I have a doubt what
4: is that what is that why are the person I forgot
2: the word
5: like what do you say
2: <laughs> <Okay. class>. <laughs> <Normal> <laughs> class, normal class. i think uh, online classes are not that effective because i could get easily distracted i could be on my phone or i could be sleeping but in day-to-day normal college classes i i can actually take notes and i can concentrate with properly so i think online classes is not that effective
0: uh, uh sandy what do you have to talk about this
6: Okay, I feel uh, online learning is not at all efficient, and there is hardly any knowledge imparted to the students over here. The major disadvantage that comes in online learning is that teachers cannot look at the students, and when they cannot look at students, they they don't know if students are actually paying attention or they're doing something else, like Arthy said, and it's very easy to get distracted while you're in an online class. So I don't see online class that effective, and the learning is not very efficient.
0: Okay. Okay
4: those are all valid points but i would like to add upon that uh, during online classes we can actually make some good animations and videos so that the students will be able to learn it more efficiently as the technology grows we need to adapt to it so i prefer online class will give a much greater view for us
0: okay uh, also i have to add a question to this uh, uh, listening or not listening to class is totally dependent on the student right So uh, students uh, can choose to listen to class if they really want to learn the subject. And uh, uh, what do you think about this, Monish?
7: Yeah, I do uh, concur that. I think that it's all up to the student to listen to the class or not. The faculty who may or may not know how to use the software is trying to best to uh, help the students learn in this critical situation. I think the student has an advantage with the atmosphere at his home to learn learn easily what?
1: Yeah, why i feel like it's efficient is only because uh, i feel like the teachers are giving out way more material than they normally would on a normal class day like they would just r- write down notes that you either copy or not copy but here i have the advantage of a, uh, of recording classes and since i'm not able to physically be in uh, contact with my teachers uh, i they provide me more with materials such as textbook pdf uh, the pdf versions of it and stuff which on a normal day um we wouldn't have the access to so that's why I feel uh, it's so you, so
0: you. So you think uh, we have more information in online classes rather than the normal classes?
1: I actually do it. it I do think there's more information in online classes. It's only that um, um it's very student to student, whether they think they're able to make good use of it or not.
0: OK, let's hear it from Monish now.
8: Uh, I actually agreed with what Danny said. Uh, the online class situation has uh, made people incorporate technology into the whole education thing. Like uh, All around the world, they're starting to incorporate technology animations and uh, coming up with new, new ways to like, explain people uh, through the technology. But it, I hope we take this out of uh, after, after Corona into our actual real-life education, like incorporating more technology. But right now, it's not very effective in terms of getting through to the people. It's not the best way, but it could be added on to a normal education. That's what I think.
0: So you think that the standard of teaching has now increased in the corona period?
8: Yeah, I mean, technology is a new aspect that it's kind of, uh, you know, it's, it's made it a little bit better to understand for students. But it's not the very best way alone. Like, it, it can't be the only way to, you
0: know, come
1: through to the students. Yeah, yeah, I can get you, yeah, yeah, okay. Raj,
0: what do you think about this whole thing? Uh, See, online class, uh, uh, other than the YouTube education, this is a two-way thing, and... uh, it's good to hear uh, opinion from teachers because it's a two-way process and we can uh, listen to the doubts every day. I think it totally depends on the student. If they want to listen to the class, uh, they can listen to the class. If they don't want to listen to the class, they can get the online material and they can study yourself. Basically, I think uh, our entire education system is based on self-learning. We usually don't learn much in classes and we usually serve through YouTube, Google, and we'll read. Uh, so uh, basically, online class is a guidance for us and to keep us in track with our semesters and to help us uh, complete our academic year in time, I think this would be the only possible solution to the government in such conditions.
1: Right, right. But I think one of the main uh, disadvantages that I see a lot of people complaining about is that it has a very big effect on your mental state and uh, generally physically and mentally, it doesn't keep you up to the mark. Uh, What do you think? What do you have to say on that?
0: Yeah, uh, physical and mental strain. it happens. uh, And... uh, I think uh, I feel online classes is too much stress when it comes to the normal classes because uh, 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 we are not actually we are not spending our holidays right now like we are not uh, surfing around with our friends we are not going out with our family we are in a tough situation uh, we couldn't go out of the houses and it's almost like six to seven months we have went out and actually enjoyed the day and so we are in critical conditions and uh, uh, our, pa- our our families are in danger, uh, our neighbors are getting affected. We should be more careful and in such conditions, right. I don't think we can concentrate much on the uh, education point of view, like usually we do in the college time. Uh, let us hear from Danny, he wants to say something regarding this.
4: Uh, I totally agree with Raj. It is really tough uh, to get a mental stability during this period because uh, like three months, we already had a break from colleges. The colleges are now trying to push up their uh, syllabus, so they aren't giving a much of free time for the students to cope up with the subject. Like the subject is being taught so much that students cannot uh, get the uh, efficient knowledge that they, they wanted it. So I think that they, they need some break and uh, online class are uh, are not helping towards it.
0: OK, uh, Vicky, you, do you want to add any uh, context to this?
9: Apart from mental strain, um, uh, there are physical strain too. Um, like a student has to sit for uh, eight hours at a um, at a stretch, and uh, it may lead to many issues like a uh, back pain and etc. And uh, uh, some people cannot uh, afford you know, a laptop or a mobile phone to attend online classes. So. Uh, that's so.
0: Uh, apart from the physical and mental strain, he also mentions that it is uh, economical strain to the family, also because in tough conditions, we couldn't spend uh, so much amount uh, in buying a laptop. And it is uh, in, on an average, government college student couldn't afford to buy a, a 70,000 or 60,000 valued laptop. And it is definitely an economical hit on the families. Uh, so let us uh, hear it from Sandeep Jure and what he wants to tell about this.
6: Okay, I feel that online classes has made all of us very, very lazy because we sit in the screen and we uh, pay attention to classes for like, uh, say, four to six hours, depending on the institution. But I think it's made all of us really, really lazy. And uh, we also don't have any physical activity. We are in the house the entire day. And like Vicky said, we have a lot of health issues. We get back pain and we get neck pain. If your poster is not right, you could have spinal problems and also for the people that uh, that are wearing glasses and the people that are not wearing glasses also it affects your vision because you're looking at the screen for really long so from a health perspective it's something that's really really bad and it's uh, it's something that is uh it, it's a very um, it's a con of having online classes so i'm not in favor of online classes but this is the only method that and the solution that we have now so i hope everything gets uh, better soon and we're able to go and attend live classes
0: okay so what do you think about this
1: i i do agree with it uh, one of the biggest problems even i face generally is to be able to uh, you know sit in one place and concentrate for that long but um like i said i do find it uh, more beneficial than others uh, when it comes to the uh, classes part at least uh, the. The strain that it has on my eye that is something that i wish i didn't have to compromise on since i already wear glasses and stuff uh, but yeah it is definitely uh, one of the biggest cons of online classes
0: yeah also i would like to add one point to this uh, apart from the physical and mental strain there is something called time zone because uh, uh, most of the uh, college education are pursued by international students from various parts of the world and i think it will be really hard for them to cope up with the new time zones uh, since they are located all around the world and uh, uh, what do you think about this suviksha that is
1: actually a very um a smart and interesting point to make uh, since I live abroad myself uh, even though the time difference between me and the college that I attend is just uh, 1.5 hours it still makes a huge difference like uh, 8.30 in the morning is like 7 for me which is which I feel is way earlier than I would normally wish to wake up and generally for people who are living like in um, uh, in the US or something like they'll probably have to attend classes at night when the classes are going on in the morning in India what or any other place so that definitely will have a toll on how you uh,
0: perceive online classes okay sandeep do you want to have anything to add to this
6: i think it's not just attending classes but uh, also completing your assignments like for example in our department we have the subject called adp and we have to coordinate with our entire group for completing the weekly assignments and the projects so it'll be very difficult to coordinate with your team members when you have that time zone like subiksha said if a person is in the us that's going to be night in india and that time clash is going to be there So I think it's going to be difficult to coordinate with your team members and complete assignments on time. So yes, time is a big issue.
1: Yeah, that is that is actually correct. Um, It is very difficult to coordinate with a group of people. Uh, But talking about um, online classes, uh, something that really pops up to your mind is online examinations. And that has been. uh, on the go ever since this whole thing started. I, does anything have? Does anyone have anything to say about that how, and how do you feel? Uh, do you think it's helpful or not?
0: Personally, my opinion about uh, online examinations is it has made my life easier, to be honest. Because uh, uh, I, I, I don't think I could go back to college and I could prepare the entire semester and overnight and I could go there and write the exams and uh, I, I honestly think open book exams is the future for at least another couple of years because I don't think uh, students could get back into the track easily to study uh, over the week or over the month uh, constantly and the process is very difficult. And uh, I think it's very hard. Let us hear it from now. Uh, open book
7: exams have its like own merits and demerits, merits, but I think open book is bad it makes us even more lazier and i don't think the exams are really accomplishing what they are meant to do uh, it may be like uh, better for theory subjects uh, which require like uh, learning the answer and writing but for problematic open books are not exactly uh, functioning the way they're supposed to
0: okay danny what's your comment on this
4: i totally disagree with monish because uh, our education system is right now wrong and open book is one of the mode of exams which could make it right. Lots of students here are uh, studying the formula or uh, the theories without understanding them. And a good open book exam can be written only when you understand the topic because your solution will not be directly in the book. The question will be framed in such a way you could use the you could use the to- book as a tool to solve them. So in that case scenario, I think open book will be a good mode in the future, if it is done right, right now, since it's the beginning of Corona, open book is not done right, but I hope open book should be a best
1: option. Hmm. Right. Uh, I actually wanna hear Anutra's opinion on this because she has uh, experienced uh, both Indian education system as well as abroad. So I'd really like to know her perspective on this.
5: Um, I would have to disagree with open book tests because if you compare open book with actual assi- assi- assessments that we have in college, uh, through open book, we don't really learn anything. But at le- uh, but if you see assessments, at least we're learning something. Even if it's memorizing or whatever we do, at least we're understanding something out of it. But if it's with open book, 90% of students are pretty much lazy and they're just going to copy off from whatever is written on the book. And that's how we're passing our test right now.
0: Uh, Harish, what is your thought on this?
3: Uh, I actually... I partially agree with Danny's point. The examination methodology in India is uh, very much worse. It's not a good way. Students are made to, you know, uh, by heart a lot of documents and uh, actual learning is not implicated, which is my opinion. So in that case, uh, open book uh, will make uh, them to think more and to analyze more. However, uh, according to Anutra, if you think that uh, there there are a lot of many malpractices uh, in open book test, then. The, the change here to be made is not with the open book test concept. It is to be made with the, uh, uh what is that? Examination or uh, maybe you can use AI sensors or uh, the supervising can be improved.
9: Alright, so nice
3: uh, uh, Vignesh, what is the thought on this?
9: I kind of have a mixed thought on uh, online exams. Um, and I agree with Danny that uh, uh, online exams will uh, improve the standards, but uh, um, actually open book exams are comparatively tougher than the closed books exams. And uh, um, we no need to uh, mug up the formulas and uh, theories um, as we uh, do in uh, uh, closed book exams. But uh, one, has to, one has to read the subject um, um, more thoroughly to attend the open books exam as it is uh, more difficult than uh, closed book exams
0: so you think that the educational standard of the nation will improve by open book exams
9: even though it is tougher but uh, students are not um, trying to read and uh, uh, pass the exam they are trying to search the solution for the exam so i think uh, it won't improve unless it is uh, established correctly uh,
6: okay uh, what i the, feel uh, is uh,
4: Raj, I would like to answer your question. The thing
9: yeah,
0: okay. is open book
4: te- open book test is a new thing in uh, right now. So people do not know how to conduct it properly. That's the reason there is a lot of malfunctions and other problems. But once if it's done properly, I think we won't have any problem.
2: No,
8: okay. I actually dis- disagree with it because open book doesn't really test about your knowledge in a subject. It only tests how well you know where the topics are in the book. It doesn't really te- like test what you know about the subject. You, If you know where the topics are, you can literally go to that page and literally copy that information off. It's not really, uh, you, you, you don't have to learn, learn about
0: the subject. Uh, yeah, well,
3: that's what I would meant, like to add a point actually. Miss yeah, Harish, go on. Yeah.
4: Yes, Harish, go on.
3: Yeah, actually, that is what Dan is trying to say. Open book is not conducted properly because here what happens is we are given the documents before prior to the examination and as you said uh, they know where the topics are but in actual open book tests, I don't know about all of you guys but some of them in CBC schools I think we have uh, gone through open book tests in our 11th standard I think so we will be given the document during the examination and uh, based on your knowledge you have to uh, use the book as a reference and apply to answer your questions. So in, if it is conducted properly, it is a very good uh, way to test the students skills.
6: OK, I uh, actually agree with Harish because how open book tests work is different. It's it's not like you find the material in the open open textbook material and you just copy it from that. It, it basically test uh, tests your knowledge of how you are able to analyze and interpret the information. It, uh, it it's 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 different. It, it, it makes you think and you. It, it tests your skill of how you're able to evaluate what is being provided in the material. So I think open uh, open book tests are really good when it's conducted in an efficient way. It depends on the kind of questions that are asked. So your questions have to make you think and not just make you search for answers in the material.
0: Yeah, so from the points I heard, I think everybody wants to say that open book is a good way to evaluate the students uh, uh, skills, but the way it is applied in a country is what that's uh, not good. And I think we have to improve on the methods to apply open wood exams in the future to make it efficient. And also, I would I want to ask questions regarding uh, technology. Because I, I think uh, if you consider a country like India with 130 crore population, I don't think uh, most of the people are uh, coming in the creamy layer of the society and I don't think everybody could afford uh, fancy gadgets uh, to attend online classes. And uh, unlike other things, uh, online classes have made uh, it mandatory for students to attend to get the education and to make online class a mandatory thing in the society, uh, you have to provide students with necessary gear so that they can attend the online classes because in the U.S., As well as I I know, uh, the uh, corresponding universities and schools provide tablets to the students uh, in order to conduct the online classes. But India, we don't provide that. And we ask the students to get their own uh, online classes. that's the
1: thing Raj Um, the thing is uh, we can't compare uh, US and India right now because it's it's uh, it's beyond comparison the economy um, the the, everything is different okay Uh, this is this is a very grey area to be honest when you talk about it because right now since we have we we were not equipped for a situation like this this happened out of the blue like March first we all were going to college happily and then by the end of March we have it and it's been what like now it's going to be December in two months and we haven't seen each other since then. So this was something that happened out of the blue to all of us so in this moment online education is the only way to go for there are definitely so many things that we have to work on and and fix and it's a, it's a trial and error method where we have to do uh, until it becomes the perfect solution i gen and you see the news every day you hear about people committing suicide because they're not able to afford a laptop and um, i honestly cannot i'm not even sure what to say to them because i totally understand it from their point of view but what else can you do like does anyone have any solution for this
0: Sandy, what's your thoughts on this? I think Sandy has a thought regarding
6: this. I actually had the same question which Subhi had in mind and uh, a solution, it's it's difficult to find a solution. I mean, like, if anybody can enlighten me on that because, honestly, I don't have a solution for this. If anybody
3: has a better solution, please come up with it.
0: Harish, do you have any opinion regarding this? Uh,
3: actually, my thought is, uh, yes, technology uh, makes us very diverse and it Uh, it classifies us into various levels but in this aspect what I think is the solution lies with the government as Subhi said uh, you cannot compare USA and India the gross domestic product and the economical level of India is way lower than the USA and also as you said 1.3 billion people uh, out of which maybe like 30 percent is the young generation but uh, the government can help actually we elect we elect the chief ministers or we elect the ministers for this purpose uh if you can recall uh our ex-chief minister used to, you know, like give give away laptops for all the students after their higher secondary level of education. This can be implemented in uh, every state. Even now, recently, Tamil Nadu chief, uh, chief minister uh, from the opposition, uh, sorry, not chief minister, from the opposition, they are uh, donating tablets for the students to help aid in the education. Mm-hmm. What What are your thoughts, guys, on this? Yeah, yeah that's I what think... I was going to
8: say. Uh, See, as a country that is developing, we do need to, you know, uh, kind of bear with all the struggles right now, because we you cannot fa- fast forward uh, how a country develops. You have to adapt to it in a way that there are going to be trial and errors, as which said. We do need people uh, who are willing to donate and uh, who are, uh, you know, more so- socialized, more more, uh, you know, thinking about social service and, and stuff. Um, so you cannot you cannot try to fast-forward it in one go. You, you, ha- you need more volunteers, and we, we are going in the right path.
1: Right. Uh,
4: Danny, what's your thoughts so on this? To- uh, what I would like to say is, actually, as Harish said, uh, Hari said, we are doing trial and error methods. So uh, the thing is, we have, we have been doing trial and error methods since uh, like past two months, and then we have come with so many new ideas and when some such ideas gets uh, gets failed people react it in react in a wrong way and they uh, do wrong stuff. that's what happened in uh, many of the families who are suiciding because they do not they couldn't afford a laptop actually government has allotted uh, uh, cable channel number 1 for all uh, for all public school students for learning online classes there could have been many stuff done but we we end up doing wrong things uh, so soon. So that is, that is a problem. Other than that, I think we are working on it and we could actually achieve something good.
1: Hmm. Right. Uh, so how many of you will actually agree that if this one particular problem of um, providing everybody with the necessary gears, uh, if this has been solved, and that online education is actually a good way to go, like even in the future, regardless of the pandemic or not, if this particular problem is solved, do you guys think that this is actually a good path to go in? Uh,
4: I feel it is not a good path because we need people around us for uh, for our good environment so that we have a good mental stability. Right now, we are focusing on a computer. We could, we could actually learn this from Wikipedia itself. There is no point in going to a college so i feel we need the students for for our uh, for our mental support and physical support so that is really missing in online classes so i do not like uh, the way it's going
6: all right i think uh, aarti has an opinion on this so aarti can you please tell us
2: yeah so i totally agree with danny because education is not just learning what's in textbook and writing in the exam we need to learn how to talk in groups or how to talk with higher authorities or how to go apply for an internship or anything. So I think online classes doesn't help really help in learning how to do all these stuff. So uh, normally when we go to college, we do uh, talk to other higher authorities and we learn how to communicate with others and it does help in jobs and stuff. So I don't really think online classes will be uh, useful in the future
6: that's a very interesting point aarti made actually i was wondering how internships are going to be affected because of this pandemic and also the students that have to apply for higher universities and and the students that complete ug and have to apply for pg abroad again there are the deadlines that you have to meet and you'll have to submit your uh, you'll have to submit your certificates on time your cv on time your resume on time your um, recommendation letters and th- this, it's a long procedure and you'll have to write your exams So, I was wondering if you guys could, uh, you know, take this topic and let's dig deep into it. So, Harish has something to say. Let's hear what Harish says.
3: Uh, Actually, Sandeep, um, as we talked before, uh, no one expected this to happen, right? So, this just came out of the bloom. So, I think in this current year, the passing out batch of 2020 will certainly face a lot of adversities. Uh, As you said, all the submission of documents and the... Uh, starting of the uh, fall semester everything will be delayed Uh, but uh, we are just trying to cope up with it we are trying to live with it so uh, coming back to the the discussion on whether online classes can be continued in the future i don't think so because like uh, as danny said no everything is available in wikipedia on the internet today Already, technology is making us distant, making us move apart from each other. People are not as they used to be before, and a teacher's interpretation is a is a very very plays a very very vital role in every student's education. So, I think it's better if it's an offline class system. Yeah, right. Right. I, right. I actually is,
0: agree with uh, that because uh, basically, the school education or the college education, it's not entirely about what we're going to learn in the college or the school it's about the rhythm Uh, we have to get the habit of uh, getting up 8 30 every day and we have to go to the place and we have to sit with people we have to talk to them we have to socialize and socializing is a biggest part uh, in a college or an institution and uh, uh, we can't learn socializing or to get to know people or to know how to behave in a, a society we can't learn that virtually because online classes can be a solution for time being, but I don't think Hmm. uh, I don't see it as a solution in the far future.
1: That's true. So what basically I think we can agree on is that this is definitely the only solution right now, but that sense of professionalism that that um, that is uh, that we get when we go on a normal day to college is definitely needed uh, for our um, growth. So coming back to Sandy's point with internships and uh, uh, with internships and placements something I actually want to hear from somebody who's actually attended a placement which I think is Vicky. Uh, do you have anything to say on how different is this or do you think it would have been better if this happened? Uh, uh, if, if this happened person to person.
9: Yeah, actually uh, internships are meant to uh, get hands-on experience on labs or engines etc. So you need to uh, be in the uh, company or uh, um, some. Uh, DRDO or something uh, to get an experience of what they do uh, day-to-day, but um, we cannot acquire knowledge on online classes. Uh, so I think internship uh, cannot be done uh, in through online and placements. Uh, um, one cannot get a virtual experience, uh, real time experience through a virtual mode. So I think it is a failure.
1: Right. Okay. I, I I actually kind of agree with your point. Does anyone else have anything to say about uh, specifically like placements that's happening right now, which is like the talk of the hour? Yeah.
3: Actually, um, as uh, one of us already pointed out, uh, some a while ago, we are we are unable to even coordinate for a normal project or a review, which we are which we have to submit every week in our. Uh, college okay Uh, so i'm talking about us the who are the final year students. so if that is the case working together or applying for a placement especially basically every placement uh, or campus interview consists of a group discussion gd or whatever so that will be a very messful process when it is conducted virtually and as vignesh said uh Uh, Maybe for those people working just on computers and coding and those people can uh, attend internships through internet, but people who need hands-on experience, say for uh, people working on architecture or uh, mechanics or uh, 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 all the mechanical stream people, they need hands-on experience and practical knowledge, which is unavailable and uh, which plays a vital role in their career. So I don't think it's efficient. Mm.
1: Okay. Right, so what we basically know is that some these some, certain things are just meant to be the way it was before not all change is actually great and let we can hope that that comes back to normal real soon uh one important thing is that uh, here we've been talking so much about ourselves students and how we've been affected by this but this is another group of people who've just as equally been affected by this and those are our teachers uh in what ways do you think this particular situation has become difficult for them
6: okay i think uh, first of all teachers have found it very difficult to adapt to the online teaching platforms we have different platforms like zoom teams or uh, whatever it is google meet teachers uh, uh, a, a lot of teachers are aged people so they they're not very familiar with the technology and they prefer the conventional mode of teaching the conventional uh, classic mode of teaching in the blackboard using a chalk and they find that to be the most effective, which it is. But since we don't have an option now, teachers have to adapt to this uh, online teaching method, which is proving to be difficult for them. So I was wondering if uh, somebody could uh, tell the challenges that teachers face while they adapt to this online platform. Maybe Danny can tell us, Danny.
0: I think I could add a point to this. Uh, Uh, So we talked about the physical and mental strain uh, students go through, but imagine we are at the age of 20. We are just now finished our teens and we are getting into our 21s, 22s. But most of the staffs which handle our subjects, especially aeronautics, uh, most of the staffs are very experienced staffs. And I think uh, we all know that everybody is like 50 plus, 60 plus staffs. And uh, uh, even we are strained if we spend too much time in front of a computer, Uh, listening to the classes, but imagine uh, uh, them spending their time at the age of 16 in front of computers. What is the uh, mental and physical strain they are going to get at this age? And I don't think uh, uh, the taking class in online is a very, very tough thing because uh, uh, unlike uh, the real class, uh, you'll get opinions and you'll get uh, responses from the students and you'll see what you are teaching and whether what you are teaching is reached the students or not and whether they understand the concepts you are trying to tell or not but uh, in case of an online class you are just going to stare at a screen and you mm-hmm. you have literally no clue whether the student is even listening to your class or even is trying yeah. to uh, get to know what you tell and i think uh, that will be uh, hitting hard for a staff who's been taking class for almost like 30 35 years to get no response to his class and i think it will be very hard for him to adapt to this new culture Uh,
7: Monish, you want to add something to this? Yeah, uh, it's as you say, Raj, uh, older staffs may feel difficult, but it's up to us students to uh, make them feel more comfortable by interacting more with them during class class sessions and uh, helping them understand the technology more. Softwares have been developing more uh, during this quarantine time. Uh, developers such as Microsoft and Google are adding more features and enabling it, like the, enabling the interface to be more easier for older people to understand. Even if they don't understand, it's a job for students to teach this faculty about uh, such software and what makes them easier to use. There are features such as whiteboard, uh, which enables faculty to use the screen as a uh, board to teach us, but most of them don't know. Uh, It's up to us to teach them about it and make them feel uh, more at ease with this new atmosphere.
6: Yes, yes. 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 So
7: uh, what I think Monish is trying to
6: say is teachers need to be trained properly to use the software. Now, Harish has an opinion on this. So let's listen to Harish.
3: Yeah, exactly. I was coming to say the same thing. Uh, Monish has an interesting point because uh, during the initial stages of the online educational learning system, uh, i don't know if you all are aware there are many people may especially meme creators mocking about the uh, the staff themselves not knowing about the software considering today's generation uh software and technology is in fingertips and the uh, the upcoming generation is far better in using those uh, in the using the softwares than us so it is up to us the students to help them and aid them and uh, you know in improving their uh, teaching skills via an online uh, platform and uh, as you said uh, if I believe if uh, there was a common application or a common software for everyone it will be helpful. I mean the teachers within themselves can you know help themselves to uh, convey things better. Okay, I uh,
1: uh, would you like point? to add?
5: Uh, Yes, I completely agree with Harish and Monish. Uh, But to add another point, I feel why online classes are kind of easier for the older staff because they don't have to stand in front of a classroom for one and a half hours or two hours and keep moving around for the entire day. I feel like it's more comfortable for them to sit in front of a laptop, so um, it's easier for them to teach classes instead of having to uh, move around and have to stand for two hours while teaching. So I feel like online classes are a bit easier for them. Apart from the whole technology and uh, the students' interaction. Yeah, that is actually yeah. a good point.
0: I
4: totally agree
0: with. But Anutra. I think Danny has a very, very, very valuable point. No, I want to hear it from Danny. <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. The uh, I totally agree with uh, Anutra, Moni, everybody. That faculties actually technology is easy, and if faculties learn, it would be very easy for them. But as an experienced faculty who's who sees 50 students in a class and teaches, will have a confidence when they see the students, their ability, their confidence is actually uh, reduced when they are teaching in online classes because they do not know whether the students are able to understand the topic or not. Only few people interact with the faculties in a 50, 50 member classroom because all 50 can't uh, interact. It is not it is not possible as like in live uh, live class. So. The faculty is not getting an idea who's get, who's, get, who's getting the knowledge and who's not getting the knowledge. So I feel this is a very big disadvantage uh, for uh,
0: faculties. Okay, Anutra, what do you want to add to this?
5: To contradict to that, the only reason it's a huge disadvantage because all of our videos are off. That could be simply solved if we all switch on our video. But that's I don't all. think yeah.
9: that's I practical. What it
6: I don't think that's practical because you can't have all 60 of them turning on the videos. That's going to slow down the bandwidth a lot and the classes will not be smooth and continuous. Harish,
3: you have something to add on uh, this? Yeah, actually, I agree with Danny again because uh, the teacher's confidence is always with the students. So most of the time, uh, in my personal experience also, uh, since the video is not on and since everyone is muted, half of the time the teachers just look at the attendance list and uh, call out for somebody and they get no reply. And they feel like as if talking to a wall. So it makes no sense. At least if if it's in a class, they know that, okay, uh, he doesn't know the answer or there will be some kind of a response or some kind of an interaction in a classroom. And it is not present in online platform.
1: Hmm. I was just going to ask what Harish what just mentioned. Uh, why do you guys think that, do you guys think generally also in class when a teacher asks the question, it is very few people who actually want to answer. But I feel like once now that it's online classes, it's become even worse. Like nobody wants to answer. And like I genuinely feel bad for the teacher sometimes. So like, wh- why do you think that's it? Wh- why, why is that happening? Because I feel really, like
2: uh, it
5: is
3: uh, just because they can't see you, right? They can't hear you. So, uh, we don't... The students just don't care, you know. Nobody can he- uh, see us. Nobody can hear us. They don't mind. The teachers can't uh, know what we are doing. So, mm-hmm. they don't just answer. Because mm-hmm. they can always come up with an excuse. Those who want to come up with an excuse can just, you know, say something and always cover it up. Right. Monish, yeah. what
1: do I you think? I think
3: Monish has something to add to this. Yeah, the thing is... Uh, People
8: run in different schedules, now. once uh, online classes have been started and the time Mm -hmm. zones also a different thing now. So everyone has their own different schedules. So for some people, if it's real normal classes, live classes, uh, we have a breakfast before 8.30 and then we go to class and there's no other problem with it. But since the whole pandemic has started, our breakfast time has shifted and sometimes we eat or, you know, do something in, in the middle of the classes that is not very presentable. To the teachers, so we just stay quiet and we don't talk, and we don't want to say that we're eating or something. So that's why some people have some difficulty exposing themselves.
0: So, everybody wants okay. to say that this is totally depends on students' opinion. I think if students want to get beneficial out of these online classes, they have to start listening and they have to start concentrating on the stuff. Okay,
4: I uh, the one last point uh, which I would like to add to the previous topic is that, uh, uh, uh right a right faculty knows how a student is. That is, uh, each faculty will have different, uh, different speed in this lecture. So depending on the students, the, fa- the faculty could observe those students and could get a knowledge whether the students are getting the subject or not. So if it is in an online class, it is very hard to observe, uh, observe students and are they really understand, uh, understanding the subject or not. So on that point of view, i feel like a faculty sh- should have, there, there should be a live class in which faculty could be able to able to see the students to observe them so faculty observing a student is a, a, a real important uh, important thing and which will be missed out if it's an online class
6: um i would actually like to add one more point to this although harish mentioned it Uh, I think we have a lot of students that make fun of teachers. Teachers put in their heart and soul for uh, conducting these online classes, even though they're not familiar with the technology, even though they're not comfortable with using several uh, platforms, they put in a lot of effort and a lot of time. They also have their own personal codes to take care of. So I think we as students should really respect the effort that teachers put and we as a group would like to urge all of you not to make fun of teachers and uh, please please appreciate the efforts that they put and it's it's it just it just begins by a simple thank you to the teacher and please don't interrupt their class please don't make fun of them please don't make memes please don't uh, you know disturb their classes so uh, it it would be nice if we as students could be understanding for the teachers so i think raj has another question well, to said, ask
1: well said
0: yes Uh, like sandy said if you if you can't appreciate what you're doing at least stop mocking them Uh, you shouldn't mock anybody's effort because they do they put their heart and soul to do this and coming back to my final question and i think i want to hear everybody's opinion on this question and the question will be what is the new normal Uh, when do you think the institutions can open and even though when the institutions open uh, what are the precautions and what are the new uh, methods we have to adapt to live with this COVID life? And uh, how do you think the hostel students are going to adapt uh, in such situations? And uh, uh, transport, everything is going is very critical right now. And I I'm pretty sure the vaccine is not going to come for another year or maybe. And so even though if the college is going to start in another couple of months or even more in the next year. What do you think would be the precautions we have to take initially, from the students' point of view and from the college's point of view, to make the new normal a more efficient and more socially distant one? Sandeep, your thoughts on this? arish you want to? I, add I, to I think
6: I think it's going to take a lot of time, like Raj said. Uh, We don't know when the vaccines are yet to come. We have people saying that it's going to come by the end of 2020, or maybe by the beginning of 2021. But nobody really knows. Even doctors are not sure. You have trials going on for vaccines. But we know that the trials is a long process, and it takes uh, a really long time for it to get approved. And beyond that, it has to be produced in that mass capacity. So it reaches the general public. And another factor that we have to consider that uh, consider is it has to be affordable for everyone it uh, it's not practical to provide the vaccines uh, free of cost to everyone but it should be at a reasonable amount of cost so nobody really knows when classes are going to start as long as we have classes going on we just have to make sure that it's effective and uh, not just make uh, not just make a joke out of it so nobody really knows just just keep waiting and uh, let's see when it happens. Hopefully, things can come back to a normal and uh, we can go back to classes. Does Subhiksha yes, have yes, something?
0: And, uh, to uh, my question is what is the do normal? What are we going to do when the college actually opens and what are the precautions we have to take?
6: Okay, yeah, that's that's a very difficult question to answer because you don't know what is a new normal and you don't know what, what uh, something new that's going to come up. Like we have news uh, saying that there's another new virus that's coming up. So we don't really know what the new normal is, but uh, let's just wait and see what's going to happen in the future. I think uh, Anutra has something to add up to this. So Anutra, could you please tell us?
5: Yeah, uh, replying to what uh, Raj was asking, I feel the new normal is just going to be everyone having to wear masks, gloves, a lot of social distancing, uh, new scheduling for college classes, if we do go back to college, and stuff like that.
0: Okay, Harith, do you want to add
3: Yeah, actually, uh, I would like to give my opinion, but uh, I think most of them will be against it. Anyways, what I think is... Um, i don't actually think there's a permanent solution i think everything comes within so it is up to you to prevent yourself from getting affected or from getting a positive from corona so if you ask me what the new normal is uh, i will say that the college can even open next week it is just up to you you have to take care of yourselves because most of the people yeah please
0: uh, so you think it's about the uh, self-person and not uh, college. You have to be self-aware and you have to uh, stay safe and maintain your distance from people. Actually, being, yeah, We're wearing gloves, person.
3: wearing masks, and uh, actually it is cool if you if people are wearing masks and they are from say, six feet apart from each other. Then. There is no, there's 99% of uh, it. There can be no disease that can communicate through uh, through air. Okay, so this is this this just an example. There will will be like many scientific uh, uh, reasons and for all the precautions which the government says. But we know very well that in India, it is not being followed not even 50% of the population are following it uh, most of the people the corona is speaking at a very high rates now but still they are going out still they are not maintaining social distancing no shops mm-hmm. are but i agree due to the indians uh, due to the india's economy and uh, people have to fight for their survival but again i would like to uh, stand with my point that it is again and again up to the person not you, you can't just wait for a vaccine or anything
7: yeah, uh, first you guys must think that India is one of the most highest like population dense countries even if we like continue our day to day lives it is bound that during this during this virus time there is some uh, repercussions will occur since uh, even though everyone may uh, let's say 90% of the population follows the rules uh, like they follow up social distancing. Masks and everything, it the virus may still uh, c- continue to spread until a vaccine or something comes. Uh, we can't expect anything. Like there is no uh, normal to be expected. This is the first time we are experiencing such things. So that's what I'm saying. Oh, there's no, yeah. nothing to expect. Okay, uh, okay. I so totally
1: I think we can generally, with, uh go I totally ahead. Disagree, I, I, I totally
4: disagree with Moni. Because these kinds of pandemic has already happened, not in this century, but uh, previously in uh, fr- France and a lo- lot other countries. And people mm-hmm. used to wear masks and they actually survived the situation during these pandemics. And we are supposed to do that because we never know when we'll get the complete solution. People are working on it. So we cannot mm-hmm. wait for other people to work on it and we can relax. The, uh, the development of the country will go down and our production economy, everything will fall and which cannot be brought up again back. So for that reason, uh, we have to make, there are like three possibilities you can do. You you have to know like how to prevent these things, like how to be cautious, how to not uh, spread these diseases. is the important thing and also finding a solution. So we, we need to work on the precaution matters now so that we can do our day to day life. So that's what right, I like to Danny,
1: say. I- I do agree with you and I, I, end of the day it's right since it was also sudden we're still in the trial and error process of it and if anybody's been listening to our podcast till now then kudos to you all uh, and I wouldn't want to go away on a sad note so let's end this on a happy note I want each of you to tell me something that you genuinely miss from college, apart from the education and all that stuff they've spoken about. And what is one thing you will change when all of this starts? Like I will personally be more grateful for every second I get to spend with my friends after
2: this. Uh, can I hear it from uh, Arati? Yeah, so I totally agree with you. College life is one of the most important part of our life. And after this, we'll all have our own responsibility. So I think this is the last part of our life where we get to actually spend time with our friends and make more memories. So I think that's the one of the main thing that I miss about uh, going to colleges and this corona thing is a bit bad for me, I think. That's the most important thing that I miss.
5: I'd have to agree agree with Aradi. I do miss uh... We're making memories with friends, but adding to that, I also do miss the culturals of our college, which we are currently missing out on due to this pandemic.
1: Yes, uh, I uh, Danny, you want to add something
4: that. to this? Yeah, I agree with my friends, I don't want to add anything, I have the same point, so
0: carry on. Uh, Momo, you are yeah,
8: to just generalize it, I just miss socializing a lot, as Anutra said, culturals and. I do miss the SP4A gang a lot. We miss a lot of uh, going out and having fun. But I do understand that this is what we have to do now. But it's, it's, mm. as, for the question that you ask, I do miss uh, going on social events a lot.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. uh All of those, which all of you said is true, but uh, I actually miss bunking classes, man. Bunking the classes mm-hmm. and going to a movie is like, One of the biggest memories we used to have in colleges. So, yeah. And uh, we this uh, distancing has made us realize how much our friends impact in our lives. When we were together, I don't know how much uh, of us, you know, usually realized. But now, everyone would know. But as far as I know, you are a very
0: studious guy. You spend most of your time in your library. But I would really like to see you bunk classes and go to movies. Uh, personally, for me, uh, the thing is, I just want to hug my friends the right after I come to college.
9: Is I have fantastic. to yeah, that's a, that's like, a very hug everybody. To
0: like, not even kidding. I have to hug them like daily for like eight times or <laughs> ten times or even more. I'm seriously missing the presence of people around me. I'm literally in this four walls for about eight months, and I I literally miss everybody I college because I'm the type of person I used to talk to everybody in the road. Even if they're my friend or not my friend, I'll go there and I'll talk to them about random stuff and I'll move on. And I couldn't do that for the past seven months, and it is really having a very mental effect on me. And I, every the, right after I come to college, I want to meet my friends. I have to hug them. I have to talk to them. And uh, it's been a year since we all uh, came this close, our sb 4 a gang, and uh, we. I think people started becoming jealous of us, so that we couldn't spend the seventh semester together. But definitely, I think in the eighth semester we'll come back. Even though the, even the last uh, last every minute in college we'll spend together, we'll have fun together. Uh, we'll bunk definitely. even for lectures, and we'll go to all the movies. We'll go to all the places. We'll have all car rides, and uh, uh, because the one thing. Uh, more than the college, I miss is my friends, and I don't think I'd be able to spend time with them because I'll obviously be jobless yeah, in another three or four months.
1: Totally uh, so
0: we'll all we'll all be in different countries because most of them are, are from other countries. And uh, the few time we ha- I have in this college, I want to spend with each other. And uh, Kudos to you guys. I love you, Raj. Uh,
4: although Daddy. I want to hug you but there is uh, social distancing should be maintained, so we have to follow the rules strictly. So we need to keep our emotions aside for some time. Mm-hmm.
2: I think we should all, all agree on that.
1: Yeah, yes. yeah. Definitely. I, so I, uh, think we can, I, think we can, I think we can generally agree that one thing that we're all missing out on is our precious college life, which uh, is very hard to get back and All we can hope is that everything comes back to normal. We're all back together and hope that our friends and family stay safe and sound during this pandemic. Uh,
0: Thanks, Subhi. And uh, I think uh, all of you would have uh, contradicting thoughts regarding the points we made. Uh, Please make sure whatever points we made are our opinions about the current situation. And uh, you people can have thoughts that are contradicting. Uh, We'll end it on a happy note here. Uh, Stay safe, stay happy. Uh, Look out for more podcasts from the SP4. Thank you.